All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Happy opening day, Sal, sort of. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? You know what? Uh, that may be why, Harry, I'm in such a good mood. It is opening day, and you said sort of because my Mets were postponed due to COVID. A little bit of a bummer. <laughs> but then the Yankees went out and lost, and I was like, wow, that's pretty good. I might take that every night. If I, I was trying to think, like, <laughs> if I never got to see my team play, but the Yankees went 0 and 162, I think I might take it. I don't know. Oh my kid, gosh. Is it panic time? It might be panic time. Uh, no, if anything, um, I think any Yankee fan will tell you they were in perfect postseason form today, oh. um, striking out 13 times and leaving uh, runners on all over the place and uh, not coming through with uh, a big at bat in the bottom of the ninth uh, to lose the game. So perfect postseason form. Good. It felt like it today, Brian, right? It felt like one yep. of those postseason games. A little cold here in New York. Uh, felt like the Yankees in October. Tons uh -huh. of strikeouts, leaving well, that, guys on base. Well, and that like was really and and but already, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Already, I'm going to say this: it was a nice little gimmick last year with this. Uh, oh, you don't like the runner on second. extra inning rule? No. No, it was no, no. a nice little gimmick during the the the, uh, the pandemic shortened season, but. The fact that they're still going through this, I I don't like it. I really, mm. uh, it's come on. That that's a, it's a gimmick. What what are we well, doing here? I can't. Kid, what are they we ran, doing? They ran numbers on this gimmick, and as it turns out, it saves lives. It saved uh, 150 <laughs> lives. So, uh, it's not, it's not on like you said on Tuesday with Jen, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I said, isn't it just fun? Instead of having a favorite team, it's fun rooting against the Yankees. It's fun. I know. Well, it doesn't pay off most of the time, so I'm just going to enjoy it tonight. And I. And I did bet. The I got budget, another. But, I got yeah. another beef about MLB. If I could already, sure. I could get, <laughs> Open well, why? Why are we playing in New York and Detroit early in the season, though? Oh, uh, with the like, snow what? in Detroit. Come yeah. on, we know baseball is a warm weather sport. There's enough dome stadiums, southern stadiums, and West Coast stadiums where they can make it happen. Yeah. Why do they start in New York, Detroit? When I don't know. We it's know always baseball's not fun in the cold. It's not fun. Right. Well, the East Coast teams don't like spending two weeks on the road to start the season, is the, I think is the, the, the your uh, answer to the question. But uh, I think look, I, I don't know about that. It's back. I don't know when the Mets are coming back. If they play the Nats, so the Nats are allowed to play again. Uh, Brother Brian, you already we usually take care of our bed aches in the first against <laughs> all odds episode of the week. But boy, you came out firing with MLB stuff, and uh, just take us through, my God, you were swearing up a storm on our text chain. Yeah, what happened? I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it already. I'm sick of baseball. I was already like, <laughs> I don't even want to watch it anymore. Like, I'll watch the Yankees, maybe the Mets, <laughs> I don't know. So I have, I for extra points, I gave out I gave out the Twins against the Brewers, and I gave out the, the Braves against the Phillies. Mm -hmm. the Twins are up 5-2 in the ninth. Um, I step away for a second. I just have a feeling it's going to be tied. It's one of those days. I just, I know it's going to yeah. suck. Um, one out, nobody on. Uh, they hit a batter. Uh, the next one is uh, an error by the pitcher. It's hit back to pitcher. He could have easily thrown it to first. He decided to go to second, throws it away. Um, then, uh, then you have a drop ball in right field. So this is three plays in oh, a row. No. Drop ball in right field. On a yellow shit. I mean, it was a hard hit ball, like in the gap, but it should have been caught. I think they mm -hmm. ruled it a hit, which is dumb because it was in the guy's glove, like it was a standard play. Um, and then with two outs, uh, they hit a double to tie it. Uh, goes into extra innings. Uh, they lose in the extra innings. So now I'm already pissed. I, I can't believe it. I put a decent amount of money for opening day. I probably wouldn't have normally put that much on, but it, since it was opening day, I was like, why no, not? No, you had to. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. literally, literally, it's opening day, so. Literally, like three minutes later, I have this Braves game. Braves are 2-2 top nine. Uh, Albies is on third. Gets thrown out at home in the 10th inning. Uh, but basically just because he like he stopped. Like he got a quarter of the way down, stopped for a second, then started going again. Gets nice. thrown out at the plate. Um, and then the Phillies, the Phillies, oh. score, with, Phillies score with two outs in the 10th. Not so, good. Just try uh, to think if you live odds parlay that. Ah, uh, well, it's hard to do. You couldn't really do that. 
Harry, if you rolled that over 300 times. <laughs> boy, by the way, Harry, Parley Kid is right. Your eyes are, uh, what, what have you done today? Uh, driving, what are you doing? Driving, tired. Not, not sleeping well. Driving what, a marijuana bus? What were you driving? <laughs> Jesus. Joel, jump in here. What, what's wrong? What does Harry look like here? He's a he's an emotional mess, I think. He's Boy, I put a, I put a college I put a college shirt on today. No, I know. Been, he's been like four a.m. text and uh, just all kinds of bets. And I, I agree. That, that's why he's not sleeping. Yeah. I I think you're right because I saw one of Harry's bets today. It might have been his only bet. What did What did you have, Harry? Real quick, tell her. But this is opening day. There's a lot going on. There's hockey. There's NBA. And obviously enough baseball to fill the slate in your day. What did you go with today? What was your one bet <laughs> today uh, or yesterday? Well, I guess it, I guess it counted as today because it went overnight, right? Uh, no, I didn't have anything today. I saw some kind of Australian shit or something. I oh, I did. I did bet that. Oh yeah, did it win? <laughs> <laughs> I did. actually, it's a uh, Joel. It's a parlay, but it's rugby tomorrow with Australian rules football today. I didn't even okay. did I win? Harry, tell us about not. the Team Israel bet. Oh, I did. I, on this, on, two days ago with the uh, soccer, uh, I did take Israel over Moldova in uh, World Cup qualifying. One hmm. nothing Moldova right off the bat, and Israel was like minus three fifty. And I'm oh, ripping Joel. I'm ripping geez. Joel, and then <laughs> he's like, "It'll, it, it's okay. It'll happen. They'll come back. They'll come back. It's they scored a tie. It. They scored a Scott. <laughs> they scored a tie. It. And then the second goal." To go ahead, the last name of the guy who scored, Solomon. Oh, like babyface Joel <laughs> Solomon. Wow. All right. Well, listen. And then, we and then an, Israel rolls from there. We have an expert coming on uh, who knows everything about Israel and Moldova and all those uh, those countries. Metal World Peace is going to join us. Actually, he's going to talk NCAA wow. tournaments, going to talk NBA. I love him. He's the greatest. I've pranked him a couple wow. of times on Jimmy Kimmel Live, yeah. so it seems appropriate here on the eve of uh, April 1st. To have him as a guest. Now we are going to break down these four, uh, these two games. There's only two left. Parley Kid. Uh, by the way, these guys make picks every single day, as Brian pointed out. Extrapoints.com. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. Harry was on a good streak for a while. Do you have the best streak going right now, Harry? Or is it just for, uh, a, for a while? I'm still red hot. Oh, okay. Still right. red hot. Yeah. What is it? And we got uh, we got the uh, we got the A's tonight. So well, I, I know you lost that. Monday going into Tuesday's show. You weren't as ready. Okay. Hot. Yeah. And I won three days before that and three days after that. Oh, you did. All right. Yeah. yeah. And and because of that, you can't even open your eyes now. I don't know. It's not <laughs> making uh, sense to me. Um, but aside from that, we do our, we do our extra points futures draft, and those results are available on extrapoints.com slash draft parlay kid I, it just occurred to me you and i are the only ones alive for this ncaa you have gonzaga as your futures pick and i have baylor right and no one yeah took, well uh, i have Houston i have futures all over yeah. the place that look uh look really good at cashing in so really I have, wow. I have the brooklyn nets uh as well in that all right uh, we'll see. the Let's zags see. yeah i have a, a great parlay of uh jordan clarkson sixth man kaprizov uh, rookie of the year in the NHL and uh, something else I really liked. Oh, and, and uh, Moldova over Israel. Uh, <laughs> McDavid. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, my futures look great. So that's all I'm going to okay. say. They all look right. great. I really, I, I don't see how, unless somebody gets really lucky on like a long shot, really? I am going to easily win that. Yeah. Easily. easily you did th- the nets yeah. could lose in the final any of those you just said well you got I, those, those... I think i'm gonna i think i think oh, i'm gonna hit all this. all right shit yeah, i wish we sure. hadn't even it's I gonna come co- drafted what a waste it, of time well, this the question way. is <laughs> the question's gonna be if it comes down to like a 30 to 1 home run guy right that right right yeah, sure we have right. horses and we have all sorts of crap in there but the point is nobody not even uh not even hill producer jim cunningham who picked lost with every single ncaa team had <laughs> ucla or houston it's me and you parlay kid with nice. Taylor. Excellent. And uh, and Gonzaga. Uh, let's start it off. Baylor. This is Saturday night. Minus five. One thirty four and a half. Houston. Uh, I'm going Baylor. I'm sticking with them. I don't want to be wrong twice. I'm going to take Baylor. I took him from the beginning of the year and I took him in this pool. Uh, Houston's not played a single seeded team. It's crazy. That means a lot. Right. I think uh, we saw Coach Lavin talking about guard play. When you talk about Teague. And Butler and Mitchell, they dominate until they play Gonzaga, I think. Hands all over the place. They force the third most turnovers in the country. I see this. At, maybe they're even losing a, a little. Maybe uh, Todd Furman said losing at half 
Baylor wins the game is six to one odds. I don't mind that terribly, but I think Baylor wins the game like 70 to 60. I think it goes under. I think they ended up winning by 10 points. Uh, Brother Bry, you agree with me? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's weird that Houston just not getting any love, right? And they only had three losses on the year. Yeah. It's crazy. But like you said, they had faced the 10, 11, the 12, and the 15 seed. Has that, hap- has that happened before? Anybody? Never before? happened before. First time in the final four. No. Never happened. Yep. It's it's crazy. But Baylor's, Baylor's going to be different for them. I mean, Houston's going to have a really tough time. They're going to have a tough time scoring in this one. They've had tough time scoring this whole tournament. And Baylor's just, they're a great three-point shooting team. Uh, they go on, I think we said talked about this the other day, but they go on these big runs during these games. And you can expect two or three big runs throughout the game. And I think it's going it, to, eventually Houston's just not going to be able to get back into this game. You know, when they need a bucket, they can go to Mitchell, who can explode to the basket. He's fun, really fun to watch. Um, Teague is, Teague, it's funny. I, I don't even know how he scores with that shot of his. Isn't that a crazy a, shot? That's a fi- insane. A, 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 efficient as a three-point shooter, but they also have other guys, right? They, they have uh, Meyer, they have, with that mullet, they have Flagler, all these guys who can shoot the threes. So I think, uh, yeah, I think they somewhat pull away late. I think five. Five is too low of a line not to take them, I think. All right. Parlay Kid, I don't know if you're just rooting against Baylor so you could have a clean walk to the to the finals and your your uh, stellar futures picks par, uh, here. But what do you think? Sure. You, like, you like Houston. Yeah, I look, uh I, I've I'm on Baylor too. I like Baylor, but if you ask me to pick right now, I'm gonna take the plus five here with Houston. Uh, mm-hmm. I think one thing we forget here is how good of a coach Kelvin Sampson is. Uh, and I, I know they haven't beaten uh, the top seeds in the tournament so far, but they are 28 and three. Uh, they're 20 and 11 against the spread this year. They're seventh in offensive efficiency, uh, and they're eighth in defensive efficiency, uh, where Baylor is third in offensive in, uh, uh, offensive efficiency and 28th in defense. So Houston's a better defensive team than Baylor, and I think they're going to hang around this game. And we also saw what they did on the offensive boards in their last game. They crushed it on the offensive bo- boards, mm-hmm. Houston. They gave themselves a lot of second opportunities. Uh, Grimes has been big time here. Uh, one of the best players so far in the tournament, shooting 44% from three. I think they keep this game close. I think they hang around the whole game, and this game comes down to the wire. I'm not saying they're winning, but I think I would take the points here. Plus five with Houston. You talked about the offensive rebounds. They are second out of teams in this tournament with 13.1. UNC was tops at 13.8. Uh, 13.1 offensive rebounds. You also have going for your Paul Aiken. 11 and two against the spread as an underdog in the last 13. Hasn't hmm. happened. It c- couldn't have happened too much with this squad, but 11 and two. But Paul Aiken, what we have going for us, I'm sorry, Brother Bry, uh, nine and two Baylor versus ranked teams, average margin of victory. 10.4. Harry, I don't have a trend for you really, but you because you're going for with the total here, right? Yeah, I don't I don't like either game on the side. So I'm gonna go both games total. I'm gonna go Houston Baylor under 134 and a half. I agree with Darren. Uh Houston is better defensively, but Baylor has been pretty good defensively in this tournament as well. They held Arkansas to just three three pointers, three of eleven. Held Nova to just 51 points, their lowest point total of the season. Mm-hmm. Held the other two teams in the tournament to 55, Wisconsin 63. Uh, Houston uh, is not a good shooting team. We know this, but the rebounds, as you mentioned, so good uh, grabbing offensive rebounds, resetting the shot clock, setting up a shot. But their defense has been fantastic. Held Buddy Bayheim to one of nine three-pointers. Syracuse just scored 46, struggled to get off decent shots. Mm-hmm. And we saw last week, uh, when I gave out that uh, Oregon uh, State Loyola game under on Saturday, when they took on Oregon State, uh, held them to 17 points in the first half. They were clueless on offense under 134 and a half Houston Baylor. I don't understand what that means. You gave out Oregon State Loyola, so this is going to go on. I gave out that under. Right, and so this goes under. Where Oregon State played defense, but Oregon State couldn't even get oh. things going against Houston. 17 points in the first half. Pretty embarrassing. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just, I do see, by the way, these lines makers, they've been, Fandle, everybody, they've been right spot on with a lot of these over-unders yep. and and the point spread and everything. Um, and uh, and yet, I would not take an over. I wouldn't do it because it doesn't seem like two teams come out hot, right? I guess Baylor and Arkansas both did, right? Because Baylor's shot, like, uh, Arkansas shot 62% from the field and was losing by eight at half. Does that yeah. sound right? Or six or something like that. But that, those games are few and far between. If 
one scenario is that it's like seven five at the under 12 timeout. I've seen that a lot, I feel. The other scenario is one team catches fire, but the other team is bad. Mm-hmm. So it's like 21-12 late in the first half. So um, I would say uh, under is not a bad pick in any of these games. All right, Gonzaga, 14-point favorite, two touchdowns over UCLA, 145.5 is the over-under. I can't get too excited about it, but I like UCLA here. I'm not going to put a lot on it. I think Gonzaga is going to win. I just, what do you do? This is the the team that's full of crap. They, you know, they barely scored 50. They should have lost to Michigan State, for God's sakes. They were down 14. <laughs> Could have polished yep. them off. Uh, no, so they win that. They win four other games. And now they're in the final four. Again, if they score 50, 51, I don't care what Johnny Juseng does. If he scores 30, um, it's not going to matter, right? Like, uh, they, they got to get, I think they have to get to at least 65 and I think that's not enough either. I really think they have to get to 70, but I'm going to take them against my better judgment, plus 14. Parley kid, you're uh, going against me here. You're going to go against yourself, even though these are the two teams that have been the best to me uh, in this tournament. They've been the most consistent. I've won every week uh, with UCLA mm-hmm. and the Zags as well. Uh, Gonzaga averages 83 points a game uh, in this tournament, right? So they've covered the spreads. Uh, as much as 33, 15 and a half, 12 and a half, and eight and a half in the last game. And just to show you, I mean, Andy Enfield with um, USC, he was 10 and 0 against the spread in, in his yeah. tournament time between Florida Gulf Coast and his time with USC. And they were never in this game against Gonzaga. They're a team on a mission, Sal. UCLA, I'm just, look, sometimes you're just happy to be there, right? I think UCLA kind of. Did what they set out to do. I think Cronin is an excellent coach. I've said that since day one uh, when he was matched up against Izzo. I I felt good about him in that matchup. But the Zags are just on a different level. Uh, They're going to cover this game. I thought I I, would have suggested not getting too cute with that USC game. And don't get too cute here. Uh, They're just the better team. They're much more talented. They do not have the height at all to keep up with. Zags and Timmy inside as well, Sal. So let's say the Zags cover this. I'll be sad to see UCLA go, but uh, this is a team of destiny. They've been a fun team to watch, right? May, perhaps the f- most fun team to watch. I mean, you could say Gonzaga is the most fun, but I, I just like Tiger Camp. I like uh, all these guys. On the, I've enjoyed you watching UCLA. They've played right? it all different. You know, when they needed to score, they've scored. Uh, last week when they needed to kind of grind it out, uh, the last yeah. game against Michigan, that's what they did. I give them credit. They got a great coach. Now, here's the but bad it, news for UCLA and UCLA betters. Um, Double-digit seeds in the final four since 2006. Remember George Mason against Florida? Mm. They lost by 15, didn't cover. VCU against Butler lost by eight, didn't cover. Syracuse, sorry, Harry, against UNC in 2016, lost by 17, didn't cover. Loyola, Chicago, Sister Jean did not cover. She lost by 12 to Michigan. And now we have Gonzaga. So that's four no's for double-digit seeds covering in the Final Four. And Parley Kid, as fun as UCLA has been to watch, my God, have they gotten lucky with the the poor free-throw shooting on the other team. Alabama was 11 for 25. Yes. Michigan was 6 for 11, which doesn't sound terrible, but that team shoots around 80%, especially the guys that were missing. Uh, Wagner, right? Sure. Just terrible. Um, So I don't know. It would make sense that their luck would run out, but I just think it's too many points. I'm just taking a little on it. Uh, Brother Bry, what are you going with? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Gonzaga too here. I also like the oh, uh, Gonzaga minus 14 or the over uh, 79 and a half. I like two for Gonzaga, but there's no way you can convince me to take the points with UCLA. Like if you told me to put your my life on the line for this oh. one, I'd, I'd have to go with Gonzaga. Just they force teams to play at their pace, so... Uh, they're just one of the best offensive teams that I can recall in college. Obviously, that Nova team a few years ago, like three years ago, was very dominant. Uh, but this just there's just so many ways they can beat you, so much depth. And they're really good defensively, too, super athletic. They've covered in all four games so far, although I don't know why we just didn't keep jumping on Gonzaga every, Gonzaga every game. It's pretty yeah. stupid of us. But uh, look, it's been a great run for UCLA. They've been awesome. But I, eventually with these high seeds, it's got to come to an end. I, I feel like it'll bite me the moment I continue to to ride a an 11 seed. But, but when you look <laughs> the at... Thing, you, you, you mentioned the over-under, and I think it was last game. I was like, all right, at least 
who the hell they play? What dumb team they play? Oh, they played uh, a USC. US, I was like, USC. at least that zone will shut that. Not even shut them down, but they won't be scoring mm. and shooting with 23 on the shot clock. At least they'll be shooting with 11 or 12. It didn't matter. What they score? 86 points? Their over-under was 81 or something? Yeah. Doesn't well, that, really matter. What is it today? What what's their over under for well, tomorrow? Well, it's seventy nine and a half, and they've only scored under eighty three times this season. So they why would they sc- scored less and, against UCLA and, than they and, do at USC? Like, once yeah. you score, I mean, they played Virginia and basically put up a hundred on Virginia. And if you can score a hundred on Virginia early in the year, like I, I'll yeah. just we sh- I should just take the over again here for them. Right. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm doing this. Going UCLA, you know, it's like, no, no, it's like 21, 21, nine, and then you're like, oh, it's what the hell? What did I do here? Well, uh, I, I, right. I would well, like to see if they had like the largest lead in this game because I'd be oh, curious. Yeah. Like, if you ever think, will they ever That's be winning one. by twenty in this game? I'm thinking of the over in there, but could they win eighty to sixty? Or could they win? Could they win 80, 70? 68. Well, could they? Uh, my thing is, if they won 75 60, how pissed would you be that you took Gonzaga points over and they covered, but they didn't right, win? Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I don't know. I don't know anymore. All right, uh, Harry, you like the over in this game, though. Yeah, I like the over here. Look, UCLA still, despite the defensive struggle game and uh, scoring points against Michigan, still have scored 73 points in three of the last five games. Zags, we know. In 27 of their 30 wins, 80 points or more, like Brian just said. But in those three games, they didn't even score 80. They still shot 50% or better in all three of those games. They're just so meticulous about the way they go about their offense and everything. Mm. They're so fun to watch. It's just everything clicks for them. And I'm going to go over here, over 145. UCLA is going to have to score, obviously, to keep up with the Gonzaga. Gonzaga, who knows, can get into 90s here. Does it seem like this year was the most upsets in tournament history? And I'm counting an upset as a five seed or lower beating sure. their opponent. It does? Yeah. Really? I mean, that no, is, not to me, Sal. It, I mean, no, a little. Me. <laughs> I, I just feel, I'm, I don't know. I look at my uh, my balance in my checking account. I still have a little <laughs> money left, at least. I, I feel like there's been years before <laughs> well, that so I, I just took the favorite you, every year. Yeah. Also understand you taking UCLA plus the 14 just on principle. Team made the final four. Getting 14, that's crazy. But still. All right. I'm talking about upsets here, but I no, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, 14 upsets in 2021, 13 and 14 in 2014 and in 1985. But yeah, um, it's been the most upset. And yet we have two it's ones. Crazy. Two ones. I did tell you before 11, the tournament right? started, Sal. I did yeah. tell you that this might be the craziest tournament we ever witnessed. I know, but it's it is still power teams left, right? Like mm-hmm. this is exactly I don't know. I go at it with Damashek all the time at extra points, but I feel like this is exactly the setup you want, right? You want two or three really good, solid teams, really good in the beginning the of the best. year. The two best. You got a two seed in there with Houston who could do some damage. And then you got, I don't want to call them a Cinderella team, but a UCLA team that just played out of their mind for two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. I'm fine with two, that. Two overtime games, yeah, too. That's two overtime games. Yeah. I think Big Ten hurt uh, all those upsets, right? Iowa not playing well in Illinois, obviously. So, yeah. so yeah. do you know if you took if you took the underdog money line in every game, what it would be? I, I, oh, interesting. I, you know, I'm curious. Harry, did you run some, those numbers? Some, somebody's got to have that. Mm. I but, saw uh, it. I saw it yesterday, Bry. Um, I can I'll look it up Ken. for you. Yeah, no, I was just <laughs> curious. I was just curious. Well, it's at least fourteen. How many games are there? Sixty. At, at the end, there's like sixty-four, right? But that there's at least 14 upsets of uh, 12 seed or higher. I mean, it's probably almost half uh, upsets. But anyway, FanDuel Sportsbook, that's where you get all the action. And now they have player specials for Saturday's games. This is fun. You've been on these college players. Uh, special. Uh, oh, so, for instance, how does this not win, guys? Marcus Sasser to score the first points at plus 550. How does that lose? No. <laughs> Um, I'm going Macy Oteague scores 15 or more and Baylor wins. Uh, I know. I know. I'm trolling one of you guys there. I know it, it, you, you had it. No, I took right? that. This, I took that this week and uh, know, Cheeks scored five points. I know I had that. It was well, amazing. Listen, you, you can't be spiteful here. He's went over the 15, six of eight. You're games. right. You're right. He's usually taking seven or eight threes. Right. And I know Houston's one of the better defensive teams, but he doesn't miss free throws. Hit 11 of his last 12. I think he gets about 17 points and uh, yeah. Baylor wins and you get plus 130. That's my player uh, pick. Paulie Kid, what are you going with? Well, I'm going to give you a real two real quick here. So I like Jalen Suggs over four and a half assists at minus 106. 
Uh, he averages four and a half a game on the dot, uh, but in his last two games, he's gone eight and six for a total of 14 in the last two averaging seven. Uh, and I do think this is a game where they're going to feed the ball inside to Timmy a lot just because uh, there's a, some height mismatches. Uh, and uh, look, if, have you seen Suggs play? What a terrific player. Mm. I think the freshman point guard gets his teammates involved here. He goes over the four and a half assists in this game at minus 106. And I like Grimes over 16 and a half points for the simple fact they need him to score. Houston mm -hmm. relies on him to score. He averages 18 a game. So you're looking at over 16 and a half here. He's shooting 45, or I should say 44% in this tournament from three. He's gone over 17 and eight out of the last 10 games as well. So Grimes over 16 and a half and Suggs over four and a mm. half assists. All right, Harry, what do you like? You don't like any like, of those guys. I like uh, Cody Riley of UCLA to go over four and a half rebounds at minus 140. He's gone over four of his last six games, over four rebounds. He had 12 versus Abilene Christian, and I love, love that he had zero rebounds against Michigan. He bounces back big time over four and a half in this game. <laughs> Tons of shots are going to be going on with Gonzaga. He's got to be the bull down low. He, he, that Michigan game was just too slow. This is going to be the opposite over four and a half for Cody Riley. Wow. I don't know you're so happy about, but I'm glad. I'm glad this tickles you. <laughs> All right, Brother Bry, what are you going with? Yeah, I'm taking uh, Timmy over two and a half assists. So you're laying minus 160 on this one. But the reason I like him going over two and assists, look, UCLA is going to have to double team him at times inside, right? There's going to be open shooters all over the place here for Gonzaga. But the line is two and, a, two and a half, which is pretty much his average for the year, right? So that's kind of usually how they set these lines, right? They'll use his average for the year. But when you look at his last seven games, he's averaging four assists over four assists per game over those last seven games. He hasn't had a game with less than three in that span. So I think even though you're laying the, the minus 160 line here, two and a half is very low for him. I, I think he's gonna. it's going to be another one of those games. He's going to get four or five assists here. Yep. All right. That's fun. Like also fun. Most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament. Now, we went back and forth with this, what this means. I think it's from the final four on. Right? You're right, because Sal. It is, right? Because they have odds. Yes, because they already gave regional MVPs. Gotcha. Yeah. So I okay. think you're exactly right. So it's for okay. the final four here. Yes. So it's they have Gonzaga guys all over the place to at the top of the billing. Sure. There. Team A's plus two seventy, Kispert plus three twenty, Suggs plus eight fifty, Ayayi plus eight fifty, then Mitchell nine and one, and then Butler nine to one for uh Baylor. Um I'm going Jalen Suggs here. Mm -hmm. Brian, I know you're with me. Plus 850, yep. 18, 10, and 8 against USC. I don't know. They'll talk about him being the number one pick in the draft, right? He's going to get him. a little buzz there. Not great against Creighton, but 16 against Oklahoma. I'd say watch him. I don't know if he puts two double-digit games together. Why is he plus 850? Uh, I get it. Timmy and Kisper are right there. Great shooters. You know, they, they're going to come up with big numbers too. But Suggs at plus 850 seems inflated by... I don't know, maybe make them five and a half, six to one, but 850, Bri. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I thought 850 was weird. I thought like all those guys were going to be like three or four to one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I obviously it's almost funny. It's like they set the odds based on how the guys are playing, right? Obviously, but yeah. it's like, all right, well, if you look back to the last two, well, the last two, right? So, DiVincenzo, when he won it for, for Nova, right? He came out mm -hmm. of nowhere and had that awesome final game, right? He wasn't even, you know, even prior to that game, he didn't put up gigantic numbers, but he was right. awesome in that final. Kyle Guy won it the the last season, which was two years ago. Right. We all thought Ty Jerome probably should have uh. won it that year too, right? And Kyle Guy ended up winning oh. it because he had the big shot. So again, it, it's very possible that Suggs ends up, you know, again, he almost had a triple-double against USC. They asked him to do a lot. If he if he shoots the three pointer well in this in these last two games, he can easily steal this. And yeah, I don't know why it's plus eight fifty. It just seems like it should be five to. Five I gotta to say, an, an underrated nerve wracking moment for a gambler, at least for me, is when they announce the winner of the most outstanding. <laughs> right, because they do this for baseball too, the MVP, and you know it's it's similar to a, de a decision in a close fight, UFC or. Mm -hmm. Or uh, or boxing, like oh man, what I could go either way. <laughs> but the, but with the MVP or MOP in this case, you're looking right. You're trying to look at the screen, like oh what? Okay, what what the fuck? Real Kyle guy? Really? Are you kidding me? Is that Crazy. him? Really? He's hanging out there. Who was it in uh, for the Nationals? I got robbed there too. That was terrible. 
I don't even want to think about it. I blocked oh, it out. Yeah. Was yeah, it yeah. was it Scherzer? I, no, was it um it was uh who's the other asshole pitcher? I don't know. I can't remember. It was, yeah, it was Strasburg. Strasburg. It was Strasburg. Right. One, right. Yeah, he did win. Did he win it over Rendo? I can't even remember. Yeah, they didn't get. They could have given it to a yeah. bunch of uh, hitters, and they didn't. Strasburg. Yeah, I don't even Rendon want to look at the stats. The guy. Right, Rendon yeah. was the guy. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Parley kid, what are you going with for most outstanding? Well, player? look, I, I think we can all agree. We probably feel that. Uh, well, you might not agree because I know you like Baylor, but uh, I think we can agree that the Zags are probably going to win it. That's what. That's my feeling. So. Let's take somebody from the Zags. I'm going to go with Timmy here. Um, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I know Kispert is, uh, what is he, plus 320. Timmy's plus 270. Mm-hmm. And what I like about Timmy is compared to Suggs, and you guys just mentioned shooting the three ball, and Kispert also is a big-time three-point shooter. Whoever they play, including UCLA, teams are shooting 23% from three against mm-hmm. UCLA so far. Uh, yep. in, in this uh, tournament. Uh, and Baylor and Houston, whoever they would play in the final, defend the three ball very well as well. So I'm thinking Timmy here is going to dominate the paint uh, in these two games. He's averaged 25 points a game over the last three games. He's averaging about seven rebounds a game. And like Brian said, his assist total has been way up. I just think he's the the central point of this team. He's the central mm-hmm. figure, and the ball is going to go into him, and he's going to decide what he's going to do with it. He's going to pass it back out, or he's going to score. I think he's going to do a little of everything. He was the West Region MVP at plus 270. I still think there's right. pretty solid odds if you think the Zags are going to win it all. All right. Harry, you have 20 seconds because we have Meta World Peace waiting in the room. All right. Uh, here well, I'm, I'm going to yes. make a case for a Baylor Bear, then. I'm going to take Davion Mitchell at 9-1. to one. Scored double digits in 13 of the last 14 games. Scored 27-31 at times this year, and he's had six or more rebounds or assists Ten in seconds. three of four of these tournament games. <laughs> uh, shoots 53% from the field, and like Brian said, he's fun to watch. Goes one-on-one, drives to the hoop. All right. Thanks, Harry. We appreciate that. That was great. <laughs> Davion Mitchell, uh, 9 to one What a jerk. Hey, guys, the tournament is down to just four teams. Did you know this? Oh, yeah, because we just talked about it. Baylor, Houston, Gonzaga, and UCLA. If you've been watching from the sidelines, now is your chance to get in on the action. FanDuel Sportsbook hooking you up with exclusive 40 to 1 odds on all four teams left in the bracket, even the favorites. That's right. New users get 40 to 1 odds on any team to win this round. Now, this doesn't seem, Harry, you're no mathematician, but this doesn't make sense, right? If you have Gonzaga, a big favorite, what are they? Minus 600, minus 700, but you could get FanDuel's paying them 40 to 1 odds. They're going to lose money on this, right? Amazing. Amazing. Like I said, I want to move to Colorado. Yes, you should. I've been telling you that for a long time. $5 bet gets you $200. And all you have to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and make your first deposit to unlock exclusive 40 to 1 odds. The app's easy to use. When you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code against all odds so they know we sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. Our guest basketball journey went from Chi-Town to China, from Malice to Meta, and from Queensbridge to King of the NBA Finals. The one and only Meta World Peace is here. What's happening, Meta? Everything is good. How are you doing? You know, I thought about you today. It's uh, April Fool's Day, and one of our greatest pranks we played on Jimmy Kimmel Live, unfortunately, you were the victim. I think you were the victim twice, but <laughs> the one I'm thinking about, I don't know, three, three times? Different. Was it three? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass you. I want to say twice, but yes, it was three <laughs> times. Um, the one I'm thinking about, we need an, an assist from Amari Stoudemire, and I played, I, I could set it up for you, but I think Amari asked you to speak at a charity and it was a kid's charity. Right. And you were nice enough to say yes, which is already a terrible thing that you're, you're, you're doing this for free, a kid's charity, and we're still going to punk you. And, uh, you get in the car, I pick you up. I have like this long beard on. I look like a Hasidic Jew and I pick you up and I'm driving you to the venue and Amari's behind us in the car. And I'm asking you to do all stupid things. I have like 45 things for you to sign. I'm getting in on your conversations. You're on the cell phone. I'm playing music. Like uh, I'm playing like bomba music, like really loud. And finally, you're like, hey, I'm getting out of here. Pull over. And I wouldn't pull over. And uh, and you freaked out a little, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Because I, I was worried. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to hit me. I'm going to be 
I'm going to be in the 30 for 30. They're going to add well, me to the whole thing. Initially, yeah. I wanted to call the police. Yes. And, and, um, so I was actually dialing 911 in the back. <laughs> and, um, and then after I was dialing 911, I was like, okay, we got to figure out a way to get out this car or, you know, get this guy. Yeah. <laughs> get this guy. We might have to, like, get him at a red light. <laughs> I mean, that was actually really scary. I was like, what the, f-? I was like, hold on, I'm like, Heidi, don't say nothing. I got it. I'm going to handle it. Let me get us through this. <laughs> yes. Your assistant Heidi was in, was, on was in on it. Yeah. She was in on it. She was a great help. And uh, yeah, I thought I'm like, oh my God, best case scenario. He calls the cops. Otherwise I'm getting a giant elbow to the back of the head here. Yeah, and that, I'm going to swerve <laughs> off the road and then everyone's in trouble here. But thank you again. Uh, you made it my April fools there. Just thinking about that. Um, first of all, are you officially retired yet? I heard for a while you still hadn't filled out the uh, filed the paperwork. Oh, um, well, I don't know. I don't think it's any paperwork to file. Okay, but I haven't. I haven't filed like um, for pension or anything. I don't know what activates like uh, retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of the reasons I didn't retire was because, I mean, with my career, I mean, I felt like I was a certain type of player. And I just wanted a better retirement party. I think like if my career was a little bit better, I would have had like the retirement party I wanted. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was retiring, you know, television and different things like that. So, but my thing was, I, I have a lot of fans who really believe in me. So, I at least wanted to give them a send off, right? You know, the right send off. People that like really love my game and think I'm one of the best defensive players ever. I wanted to do it right. You know, um, I mean, I'm a big fan of entertainment, big fan of television, as you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just, so I, the only reason I didn't retire yet, because I just didn't get the opportunity to announce it right. Like, I want to show the highlights when I was locking people up. Yeah. You know, I want to <laughs> show the highlights when, you, when, when your Hall of Famers couldn't score. Yeah, <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve it. That's, they that's, 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 for sure. that's smart. Uh, but anyway, you're keeping busy, right? You're doing the I watch you on the post game shows here in LA after the NCAA tournaments. What have you thought of the tournament so far? Man, it's really, really amazing. Um, the possibility two days ago was USC and UCLA. Yeah, yeah, that was insane. That was insane. And then you have Gonzaga. And Baylor just dominating. And I, I love Gonzaga because Gonzaga, they're always on the radar. Right. Always on the radar. They never, they're not like Kentucky. But one would argue, I mean, my, my school hasn't gone as far as Gonzaga mm-hmm. ever consistently. Right. St. John's. Right. Right. And you got them City. to the Elite Eight. That was a fun team, right? It was you. It was... Uh, Laval Postel. Right. Bootsy Thornton, Eric Barkley. Tyrone (laughs) Grant, Reggie Jesse. Yeah. And that was after a real, another really good team with uh, Brooke Lopez, right? So, and you got to the elite. Who'd you lose to Ohio State, I think? Yeah, by two points, we lose to Ohio State. Man, that was sucked. How would that team, (laughs) (laughs) how would that St. John's team have done against a Baylor or a Gonzaga? Well, it depends. You know, I think that day, like all credit to Ohio State, but the night before, we were doing everything right. <clears throat> and then the, the night before that that game, we went out, and this is no disrespect to Church's Chicken. I love Church's Chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we went out the night before um, and decided, like, normally we would have salmon. Like, the school provides money for meals. Like, we were not eating fast food. Right. Like, we, when you look at it, we, lo- we lose by two points. And, and me, pers- and this is the second time I did this. I mean, I'll tell you the other story I did in high school. Yeah. I take uh, me, Eric Barkley, and Reggie Jesse, and then we go, and I think even LeVar Postel, we go to Church's Chicken, and, you know, we're 19-year-old kids, and we say, okay, this is dinner tonight, all right? No veggies. Give me, give, I order, like, maybe three or four chicken sandwiches right. and, and, and burgers, and I remember that game. I was playing so well, but that's, that game, I had, like, maybe eight, seven, and nine, you know? Yeah. Solid game. You know what I mean? But not what you know, we, we lost by two points. And when I look at that, I'm like, man, what would have happened if we would have ate differently that night? 
Yeah. <laughs> Do we win by one? Just one point, final four. I guess you have to find oh. out what the Ohio State players ate that night. Yeah. I, I guess that's the only way to figure it out, right? You know, but I mean, it don't matter what they could eat, the best food. If we ate, I, I felt like that game in particular, because at that, at that at that time, I wasn't like that talented enough to just like not be perfect. I need I needed to right. be perfect. And if I'm perfect, like it's really tough to deal with me yeah. at that time. Of but, course. You know, Ohio State, but Michael Red was just too much. Yeah. Schooly Penn was oh. such a leader. A and they team. had a big boy. I forget his name, a big boy, but it's good. It's, it, was, it was okay. Let me add now, because now you got me thinking of chicken sandwiches and Harry up there. Um, <laughs> Harry ranks hey. KFC chicken as a 15 on a scale of one to 10. What's the best chicken sandwich now? I think it's, uh, I, I I went against it, but I, I think I'll it's tell you. Popeyes. Go ahead, tell I, me. Everybody go. Let's go. Let's see everybody's opinion. All right, go ahead. Harry, start. You, what, what well, I was going to say, Meta, if you had, maybe if you stepped it up just a tad, tad bit from churches to Kentucky Fried Chicken, you guys would have won by one. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> see, we never oh, you know. You want to know what? Stuff. Kentucky Fried Chicken is a little juicier, so okay. Anybody else has any? Have any? Uh, I'm uh, telling Popeyes. you, they're, new, they're yeah, not sandwiches. Yeah, I like Popeyes. Popeyes, Popeyes for Popeyes sure. chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's three Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes yeah. one KFC. What are you going, Meta? Does anybody else have another? He said Popeye. Okay. Yeah, I'm we going with Burger King chicken sandwich. Burger what? King long chicken sandwich. No. Oh, like the not, Italian chicken, the Italian chicken long one that they used to have. I used to love that. I used to love that as a kid. No, come on. That's good. They got those for the two for five, too. All oh. Always, you know? Oh, oh, Kentucky fried chicken is 100% grease. It's nothing better. <laughs> Look at Harry. You could tell. Not, nothing better. Uh, all right. Let's get off chicken for a second. I, we, we could go on this forever. Um, hey, can so, I at least mention that the, the cheese with the chicken was good? What, for the uh, Burger King? <laughs> yeah. I do, do like the cheese yeah, on there, too. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It is and good. they always had two pieces of lettuce. They never had three. It was only two pieces of lettuce. Like, you just give me more lettuce. <laughs> By the way, now I'm into this. Now I think the final four teams, Houston should eat KFC. Popeye should, Gonzaga should eat Popeye's. We should really spread it out. Burger King goes to uh, UCLA and then see who comes out on top. This would be a good way top. to set the lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Burger King right. sandwich would be like a 12 seed, I think. Well, so who are you picking in this? Uh, is it going to match up Gonzaga Baylor? I mean, has Gonzaga ever won a title yet? No. No. But they've been there before. Right. Such a great organization. You know, I think I, I personally want to see UCLA win. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where I go to the doctor. At. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I love UCLA doctors, man. They're amazing. <laughs> man. And I want to see UCLA win. Um, if Baylor wins, that would be impressive too. I mean, college has been dominated by Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina. All these yeah. schools is dominated, right? So you see, to see Gonzaga or all these other schools win, UCLA, that's big time. Because nobody expected UCLA to win. Right. That would be, that would be huge because this would truly be, you know, a well-deserved title if they won. So. Here, here's what I'm thinking. And I, I maybe it's true nobody matches up with Gonzaga. But even the best teams throughout history have hit a speed bump, right? And now a speed bump for Gonzaga might be just winning by nine. Like, are they really going to cover the spread every time? Like, even... That great Duke team, Christian Leitner had to hit that shot against Kentucky with two seconds left. Uh, uh, who was it? Tyus Edney against uh, Missouri had to go end to end, right, with that layup to win before. That was early in the tournament for, the, for them to win the title. I Don't they get tripped up a little bit, a little bit by one of these teams, give them a, give them a fight? Well, I, I mean, honestly, and I haven't watched Gonzaga play, but I've been seeing the scores. And, uh -huh. um, and the same with Bill. I, I just started paying attention during the tournament, but it doesn't seem like they're slowing down. Yeah. You know, it doesn't seem like they're this. Ama they're amazing. Yeah. Mostly juniors and seniors, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's jump real quick to uh, NBA. Is anyone, I mean, is the Brooklyn Nets, the Gonzaga of the NBA, or is anyone stopping them or, or should we pump the brakes here and figure out, re reconvene at playoff time and see who's healthy and, and, and things like that that usually matter? Well, when I look at it, well, James Harden is probably <laughs> – the best player in basketball. <laughs> you know, He's that, damn good. It's insane. But then LeBron James has an argument. You know, you can't go against LeBron. So you, you give LeBron Drummond. Mm -hmm. That's that's a problem because you give any other team two more amazing stars and you give LeBron one more star. Right. 
That that's like giving LeBron. That's like giving ten stars. This is just like you gave him Andre Drummond. Right. So Drummond was Drummond was a better, bigger signing than Griffin was for uh, and Aldridge was for for the Nets. Right. I don't think it was a bigger signing. I'm just saying no. they gave it to LeBron. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think it was a bigger signing than Blake or Aldridge. I mean, you get don't give LeBron Aldridge. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, Blake, but I'm saying star. you gave him Drummond's one of the best centers in the league. Mm-hmm. What and, about Kevin Durant talking trash with random trolls on Twitter like Michael <laughs> Rappaport? It seems like he should have someone else do that for him, right? You know what? <laughs> no. Right? No. Uh-huh. You do it yourself, right? You do, do it, but but um, I mean, just my experience, you know, like just being uh, outspoken and just like, well, you know, I just when I read the comments, I was just like, man, I wish I could have said something to him. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I wish I could have said something to him before. I wish he could have texted me, like, you know, man, I think I want to say this. Right. Said, let me read that. I right, remember two thousand and four. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> tough. It might have been tougher playing today, right? Just because everybody's coming at you, and you have to figure out who you're going to respond to, or if you're going to respond at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've been through it before social media. Right. You That's know? right. Um, so, and it was a little worse because. All media was on the same page back then. At least now, you got people who support you. Like, you know, you you got groups that are that are canceled. Whoever's going against you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Got to look out for that. So, um, Meta, our pal Harry. Uh, aside from being an A plus uh, KFC chicken sandwich eater, he's a heavy gambler on Chinese basketball. And you played for the Sichuan Blue Whales, right? Do you yeah. have? Any advice for Harry on the Chinese Basketball <laughs> Association this year? How to bet these games? Maybe there's a different something he doesn't know about when the team goes on the road look, or something. Yeah, anything can help me with. Are they allowing betting now in China? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you tonight. Tia Jing is playing leaning. The over under is two oh six and a half, and I really, really was looking to go with the over. Ooh, that is insane that they're allowing better than China. <laughs> well, I don't even know if they allow in China. They allow us uh, to do to bet yeah. on the games, but yeah, maybe they don't allow. Maybe can we bet? Bet. can we bet in China? We, we could bet on the games, yeah, from here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if that's the case, so the best teams, Guangdong, is mm-hmm. always the uh, they're good. Team. They're good. And then you know, there's always you always got to pick who got the most <laughs> Americans. So. You know, always some teams only allow one American. Oh, is that right? Yeah, really, really. Wow, that doesn't seem fair. How how was it playing over there? But if you have the best Chinese <laughs> players, you're you're usually going to win. You got to have you got to have the best Chinese players. Yeah, if you have the best Chinese players, you win. How was it over there playing? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. It was amazing, man. <laughs> you know, um, the the fans are just insane. I mean, there's so many wow. people in China. You know, it's just insane. Yeah. What uh what was the best chicken sandwich in China? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KFC is very popular there. I don't think, I, yeah, KFC is very popular. I remember when I played with Yao Ming, he would be in the locker room with a bucket of KFC. She gave KFC a whole bucket. Me like, too. How do you finish a whole bucket before a game? A whole a big bucket. <laughs> Yao Ming, man. Yeah, that's he, great. He wasn't playing Ohio State the next day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> No, no vegetables, just fried chicken. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, tell us about X versus X Sports. Yeah. I think I think I'm in love with this, and I can't believe no one's thought of this before. Tell us uh, what it what it involves. Well, X versus X Sports is a platform where you can sign up to the app, create a game, invite your friends, put the score in the app, and then hit um the, and then place on the leaderboard. And this leaderboard, you can play games in any state, any city you at in America, and literally. You can compete like a professional as you travel, whether you stay locally That's or you crazy. travel from state to state. It's insane. It's like, it's insane. And I see a lot of people trying to get into our space and they have way more money than we have. Uh. <laughs> but, you know, we was kind of first doing it. And, uh, but it's fun. I mean, it's a space to get in. It's never been done. And we're, we're, we're actively pursuing it. And we're trying, but we're about to finish um, the second wave of development. It's nice. been honestly, it's been crazy, man. It's been like so. T- but tell me, do it, huh? tell me how it works. Like, let's say uh, four fat idiot white guys like us. I'm not including you. 
want to play we want to play a pickup game yes yes and what do we do so we're like hey we got four we're in uh we're in like uh near four miles from inglewood we want to play what's yeah, open like what do you how does so it work it's community building right so some people think like you just come on the app and and find a game. it's not that easy it's community building okay so you get on the app and then you create your own game right you create the game and put in the address where you want to play at then you just invite people i and see thing about it you could um you can make an invite only, so not anyone showing up to your game. Mm -hmm. right? You can hide the address if you don't want anybody to see where you're at. And, um, yeah, and the cool thing about it, you can make it pro, recreational, or competitive, right? So mm. if you want if you want to play just a fun game, then you'll find recreational players coming and just popping up. Right, nice. And you never know who it is. Like, you just never know who you're playing against. It could be an attorney. You know, it could be um, – you know, somebody that works at KFC, you just never know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so you could, you know, I would put in pro every time, even though I know I get my ass kicked, but I would let just at the idea that a you or a Brian Scalabrini might show up. That's pretty yeah. damn cool, right? Well, sometimes if you put in pro, it's, it's like the level of play. You're not necessarily going to get like Brian no, I got Scalabrini, you. but, but I sometimes got you. a lot of recreational players, they're put in pro because they want, they feel like a pro today, but they're not pro, you know? Did you ever have yeah. a punk, uh, speaking of Scalabrini, uh, like challenge you to a game? Like you're just shooting around a gym and someone no, gets mouthy with you? I did. I, I get a lot of people that say, I can take you. Really? Yeah. Some guy touched me before. So I, 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 oh, he said, <laughs> I always wanted to size you up. And he touched me. Like I'm like, really? You want to size me? Metal world piece of Wow. Do you know what you potentially getting yourself into? <laughs> <laughs> and what'd you do? Did you skunk him 11 nothing, or he just, he backed off. He realized what he was doing. Uh, I just, I mean, yeah, I just kind of did a little spin move and that was it. That was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. It. Sal, Harry told me before the show that he could drop a few on meta. That's nice. that's what he told <laughs> me before the show. Yeah. A few, a few what? Okay, it's yeah. close. Three point contest could be close. Oh, three three point. Point. Stop it. This is meta, crazy. meta, just wondering, like, uh, we're all from New York and, uh, I'm I'm from upstate. I'm a Syracuse fan. You can tell. I bleed orange. And just wondering, <laughs> who do you think Syracuse's best player ever was, and who's St. John's best player ever? The hell kind Syracuse of Syracuse best player ever? Probably Carmelo. Well, he only stayed for one year, so one it's year, not though. Carmelo. Only one year, so that's not enough to be the best player. But he still I bring mean, him. Have, he still brought him the championship though that year, though. Yeah, maybe oh, Carmelo. Carmelo. What about St. John's? And then St. John's, Chris Mullen. Yeah. Mm. All right. Nice. Yep. You happy, Harry? Mark, Mark Jackson, to... pretty good. Well, okay. <laughs> Ron so Artest, to... pretty good, too. Well, he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only difference I would say is like Mark Jackson did amazing things in the NBA, but yeah. Chris yeah. went to the Final Four at St. John's. Like, yeah. that's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was you know huge. That was, we almost was there. I mean, good Lord. Oh, yeah. I kill myself. Mm. I, I got to, I'm sorry, Meta. Harry's very new at this, which he's trying to get him better. But just one thing, when you ask Harry, who's the best at a school that our guest went to, you didn't, you don't then go and list 40 players other than our guests. It's just not nice to do. You yeah, know? that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know Meta, if I ever get the chance, I'll buy you whatever, what, we'll go for chicken one night. It's I'm not going to happen. How about we do 99 cent New York pizza? <laughs> nice. I like it. Nice. That's the best. It's great too. Hey, it's X versus X Sports. I love it. Social connection platform allows players to connect with basketball game hosts, other players, and gyms according to their skill level and interest. It's a great idea. He's got some sharks coming after him, but don't even bother. It's Meta's idea. This is your money, right? It's investor money. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. I appreciate it. It is a great show. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thanks, Thanks Meta. Thank you. Thanks, Meta. All right, he's great. That was a lot of fun. Harry, you how many honestly, how many St. John's players were you gonna name before including Ron Artest? Two. I named one. I know, but how many were you going to? <laughs> I mean, come on. He, he wasn't a come on, he wasn't a scorer. Oh, sure. Now that he's off, you don't want to talk chicken with him. Yeah. You want to just put him down. Um, all right, let's go sharp <laughs> tank. Give me your best bets, guys. Harry, we'll start you off. Okay, let's go to the final four, the UCLA Gonzaga game. I'm gonna take Johnny Ju Juzang over 17 and a half points at minus 104. Look, he's he's been the main weapon um, for this team, was tremendous against Michigan, 28 points uh, when they only scored, what, like 51, 52 points, 23 or more in three of the last five. Um, I'm going to take Ju Juzang over 17 and a half against Gonzaga. Listen, it's going to be up and down the court. He's going to have to score. Someone's going to have to score for them. 
Why not him mm. over 17 and a half? He had 55% of his team's points the other day. Right. Uh, he is going to shoot a lot. You, didn't you have him on a parlay uh, before that? Did he win or lose? No, I did. The, the the game before against Bama had over 17 and a half, too. He had 13, but he only right. had 13, but he fouled out with seven minutes ago. Mm. I got you. Okay, so maybe if he doesn't stay in foul, if he doesn't go in foul trouble, I think you're okay. All right, Brother Bry, what's your best bet? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm I'm. You know how much you guys know how much I love this women's tournament. I am yes. uh, going to stay with this here. I'm going to go with Stanford to win it all at plus one sixty. Mm. Uh, coming coming into this tournament, I loved UConn, Baylor, Stanford. I thought those are the three best. Um, after watching all three teams play, I mean, I thought UConn in the Baylor game they got lucky that Dee Richards got hurt. I don't think they would have won that game if that injury didn't happen. Um, mm. I'm really pushing for. I really hope Stanford UConn plays because that's going to be a great game. Uh, but I just think when I watch Stanford, they're just huge. They bring up, you know, these girls that come off the bench, you know, they're bringing six, five, six, three girls off the bench. I mean, they have, they start five really, really, really good players. So I just think there's so many, there's so many different ways for them to score. I, again, I, I just, after watching that UConn Baylor game, I, I, I just, I texted you guys right away saying Stanford, I, I maybe even said it before that game. I told you guys I like Stanford over yeah. UConn. So uh, plus 160 here. I think they're the best team left. Uh, UConn's going to be in the finals, but I think it's going to be Stanford over UConn. All right. Parley Kid. Well, actually, I want to figure something out. But Parley Kid, give me your best, and then I'll uh, then I have, I have something. Well, so I've been hitting on the uh, golf over the last few yeah. weeks. Um, so let's stay with golf. Uh, the Valero uh, Texas Open. Uh, I was looking for a top five because I've been hitting those top fives, but there's none. So I'm going to go with Jordan Spieth right now to win the whole thing at plus mm-hmm. 470. He's Ooh. a Texas boy. It's the Valero Texas Open. Probably has played this course on uh, many, many times in his uh, life. He's three behind the leader right now. Uh, but I just think, you know, he's due for a win. He's been close this year. This is not like a high-pressure tournament. So this might be the type of tournament he can, you know, it's not too much pressure, not a lot of national attention on it. And maybe this is where he gets off the schneid here and wins it. Plus 470, Jordan Spieth to win the Valero Texas Open. Mm. All right, I'll say a couple of things about it. First of all, I bet Spieth at minus 133 to uh, finish top 20. So that's looking good. I mean, it's, it's yeah, only that's one good. million. But that, that's a good one. That's looking okay. Clay Travis, though, you know that shit stain. He has <laughs> 10 to 1 odds, 10 to win 100 on Spieth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Paul. I can't have to root. Can't root. I hear I, you. I, I can't I'm not, if you're going to bet it, I won't root against it. But if it's coming down to it on Sunday night. No, you can I'm root gonna, against it. So. He has it at 10 to 1. You have it at plus 470. But I agree. There's the, not as much talent. A lot of guys take this week off before the Masters. Um, and uh, like you said, this is kind of like a home course here. Plus yep. 470. I'm going to skip that. Uh, Juzang over 17 and a half. I don't know. I, I don't want to touch anything in this Gonzaga game. I, re- I got to tell you, I really don't. I know we gave out props and everything. Couple things though. Let me just look at numbers here. Bry, if I take Stanford, UConn, and Gonzaga on a money line parlay, I'm trying to figure out how to get back into it on Fox Bet Live and just in general. That's minus 160. You like that? Uh, I do. I mean, I do. Look, the Stanford. Stanford, I mean, I love UConn and, and Gonzaga in those games. I think right, gimmies. I mean, the, the Stanford-South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina is very good. I just think mm-hmm. I, I... What do you like I, better? I, do you like Stanford or Baylor better, Moneyline? Um, oof. Mm. Oof. Joe, man, I thought you were going to be uh, more probably, confident here. You uh, just took Stanford to win the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I, I like... I. The problem is I like all four of them, which okay. sucks. Which sucks. I yeah, could do you, all four. Let's see if I <laughs> if I add if I add Bauer to that. If you do I, all four, you're getting a little bit. It's shit. a little plus money. It's right? plus one thirty six. Yeah. Not add bad. it. Add in my Chinese over tonight too. Oh, yeah. So. No. I, I like. Yeah. I like all of them. Uh, I do think. Look. I. I like. I mean, Stanford has the harder harder road probably. Just yeah. South yeah. Carolina I guess so. All right. Well, good, uh, but, either way, I'm gonna go. Yeah, just take mine. I'll go with your Stanford pick, but I'm going to do that. Now, the other thing I want to look at, I I meant to bring this up earlier, but Gonzaga, to win the whole thing, is what? What are they? They're minus 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 190. Okay. Is anyone other than teammate Kispert or Suggs 
gonna win is Ayai uh, really Ayai, gonna win Ayai could but he'd have yeah he'd have to yeah he'd, I he'd, think it's the three of he'd those he'd have that's to gonna be one of those things where he's hiding he's, he's laughing behind the podium and I gotta decide if they're gonna hand him the goddamn trophy right <laughs> he doesn't score enough he doesn't score enough yeah, to, to be yeah but what I'm gonna... saying parlay kid if I put a thousand on those three right so at the worst case scenario teammate wins it I get plus 2700 no no I get 2700 and then I lose the other 2000 yeah sure that's yep. better than betting Gonzaga at minus one ninety. A hundred percent. Unless you yep. got, unless you get AI. It's a great call. That's genius. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Now, you, now <laughs> I'm scared about AI. Well, then I guess it's like, yeah, you're. The thing is, if you bet that right, you're like you're betting three thousand for a chance to win. Like bet three thousand for seven hundred. At, then, the, right? worst. Yeah, at, at yeah. the worst, yeah. At the worst, at the worst. If you yeah, think yeah. they're gonna win, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I know. I, I, I do this shit in my head all the time with like football stuff, and it's like I'm always like, "Wait a second, which number is better?" I think um, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. I, I just have to figure they're gonna beat UCLA, and those numbers will go down, right? Yeah, right. Tim I, A will be plus two twenty. Kispert will be plus two sixty. Suggs will be yep. plus six hundred. I'm just I so I'm pissed because I th I texted you guys when I was having a bad run. I think right after I lost the Super Bowl. With the Chiefs, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to put 10 grand on Gonzaga at like right. plus 350. <laughs> like, I was like, if we were in Vegas, if we were in Vegas, I would have done something stupid. I know. Thank God um, we haven't been able to go to Vegas. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going with you, Brian, though. Uh, thank you. Even though you you uh, you've really, really backpedaled there at the end there with Stafford. Yeah, no, I, do, plus no, no, I, I do. I do like all of them. That's the, that's the problem. It's, um, but, you know, I in general, I'm, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm always very good with the the women's sports. Bri, you're at the brother Bri. You're going to be watching the games on Friday and then yeah, again, Friday, the men on Saturday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> um, we don't have going. UFC on this weekend. There's boxing. There's actually an even money boxing fight. I, I saw that. The I don't Frampton know how they Frampton Herring fight. I, it's too hard to, I don't know. Both guys are like in their third weight class. That, that, that's a tough one to me. Right. But, um, yeah. No, uh, and then in two weeks, you like that uh, Jake Paul Ben Askren fight, which is also well, yeah. So in that, Jake Paul's a little bit of a favorite. I mean, that's just going to be fun, right? It's like we're all rooting for Askren, and right? we all want Paul to get his ass kicked. But like, you see the size difference, and you do, just like, Askren yeah, he's bigger. Can't really throw. I know. Throw punch well, but he's just so damn tough that it's like. Joel, let's uh, get I, Ben I Askren know. on. And whatever, co wait, what college did he wrestle for? Where did he wrestle? Missouri. Missouri. Okay. So we're going to get a student from Missouri and we're going to give him $500 <laughs> for every round that Ben Askren uh, survives in the Jake Paul. <laughs> I don't know. We really screwed that up. Uh, you're at the Brother Bry. <laughs> at the Brother Bry. Parley Kid, you're at the Chalk I'm Talker. I'm at the Chalk Talker, Sal. Yeah, and uh, don't forget, uh, Brother Bry, you got Olympic trial uh, wrestling oh, yeah. uh, this tomorrow. weekend, yeah, too. Yeah, that's uh, tomorrow That's starting night. Friday tomorrow and night. Saturday. That's nice. huge in the wrestling community. Yep. The Olympic trials. That's uh, So we're excited about that. I'm so glad there's no UFC to even look at. Really, I mean, I feel like we've, I feel like UFC since when, when did it start up? It's like been a card. Is this like the first weekend without a card? Like, I feel like maybe uh, there, there was, no, there was a lull. There was a lull in yeah. like December, right? Be, yeah, beginning of the end of December, beginning of January. So, it was like two weeks. So, so Darren, guys, I'm like, I, I'm like, I see this I'm look like nine on his and face. zero in my last nine UFC bets, by the but, way. Yeah. But Darren oh, okay. is so excited. I feel like this is the look he gets when his in-laws finally leave town. He's like, oh, thank God. Oh, I get a break, for God's sakes. You're gone. <laughs> Sorry. That's, Mike, that's Michael, why, uh, Michael, don't repeat that to your mother. Please don't. Oh, man, yeah, my, my yeah. wife can't listen to this podcast. That's right. That's right. Par yeah, I'm sure Parley, <laughs> you know, that's the one positive Corona, I guess, for Parley Kid. <laughs> All right, Harry, you're at uh, AAO Harry. Yeah, uh, bestbackcorner.com too. Check that out. All our articles. And plus, uh, maybe this weekend, me and Jimbo might be hanging out watching the games. No, is that true, Jim Cunningham? Uh, it's a soft, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to meet you. What are the circumstances? Ken's, Ken's, Ken's enticing him with uh, special dinners. Oh, special dinners, Jim. That's good. When was the last time someone offered you a special dinner? Can we discuss that tab we saw today? Uh. Yeah, something Ken said. Uh, like uh, I, I, you know what? At a resort. You better ask Ken first. By the way, Harry, I, I noticed you you have some, within the hour, you were able to open your eyes. It's a, you're, you're in a better mm -hmm. place now, I think. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just used to it. I'm not sure. I don't know. 
Yeah, you don't know. Maybe I'm having K- maybe KFC is for dinner later on. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Harry, last Saturday it was a two. I think it was last Saturday. We finally we got a break. Uh, I, I don't know why. I've been looking forward to kids sports forever, 13 months, and finally it's here. But Saturday we got a break where the games. You know, my Harrison, my seven year old's baseball game was Saturday afternoon. Sorry, my 15 year old's football game was Saturday afternoon. The baseball game was Sunday morning. I was like, oh, we could sleep in. This is great. And what do I do? I hear my uh, middle kid, Jack, on the phone. He's got it on speakerphone, and Harry is singing to him. At 7.30 in the morning, is singing a song about Jack oh, yeah. O. Jack O. Jack O, he, Jack he, o plays the piano. This is what I wake up to. That's my alarm on Saturday <laughs> what at 7.30. What is going on? I was like, on? I was like ah, I could, we could, Melissa, we could sleep till 8.45 before someone makes noise or something. And that's that's what we hear. Jack O, Jack O plays the piano. Yep. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh. Harry, Harry, need, Harry needs to have kids. I think I needed, I needed, I needed Jack's picks. I needed someone else's picks for the uh, tournament last week. So, Jim, what I'm saying is, stay away. Don't even bother going out there this weekend, <laughs> unless that's how you want to be woken up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize it was this weekend. So sorry. Yeah, he's got <laughs> shit going on. Eight one eight eight one eight two zero eight sixteen eighty one. That's one whining moment, Jim. We don't have a lot of great messages, right? We wanted people to call in their bad beats or just the money they had or close endings or whatever. And we were going to play it to the one shining moment song. We called it one whining moment. I don't know. It had all the bones of being a great bit, but uh, apparently no one's losing money on this tournament except for uh, the four of us idiots, right? We've gotten some, but uh, yeah, we could use some more. So, you know, the more miserable, the better. 818-208-1681. Yeah, most of the voicemails are just from Brian right now. So I don't know. That doesn't, brother Brian. That doesn't really help. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. If, I don't know if we can use baseball. Uh, baseball for it. I'm surprised. Yeah, you said that too. I'm surprised I have not gotten killed in this tournament. Like I, yeah, I, right. I feel 14 like upsets. Like I've been doing all right in the tournament. It's the other stuff that's fucking UFC and <laughs> baseball and shit. Uh, Jim Cunningham, the eyes are ones, right in your uh, Twitter handle. Yes, sir. The eyes are ones. All right, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. Download, listen, subscribe to all the podcasts at extrapoints.com. For the Degenerate Trifecta Hill producer, Jim Cunningham, Metal World Peace, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now-